Good morning and welcome back to Dry Jan Like a Sober Rebel with me, Louisa Evans. It's day 25 and today we're going to talk about finding your tribe, making friendships and finding other people on this sober journey. If you've stumbled across this episode, just to remind you it's part of a series that builds over time to support you in your first month of sobriety, or if you're simply taking a break from alcohol over the dry Jan period, to enable you to properly look at those beliefs around it and to make those lasting positive changes. I'm a cognitive behavioral therapist and hypnotherapist. So that means that I use CBT and hypnotherapy to support people in overcoming habits or in achieving goals. So you're really clocking those sober days up now. It's amazing, I'm so proud of you. So let's look at building up your sober tribe today and how you can do that. Before we talk about a sober tribe, making sober friendships, I want us to be really honest and I'll be really honest with you about your social life as a drinker. And I'm only speaking from personal experience here, but I think it's very easy to look back at your social life as a drinker with rose-tinted glasses. I would say that I would sometimes hang out with certain groups of people because they drank the same amount as me, or more than me. And there were certain friendships that were just built around enabling each other to drink. I think we can be conned a bit into this idea that we have this wonderful social life as a drinker if we're out getting steamed every weekend. We romanticise the memories and we forget the stumbling home or the regretting what we may have said or done or completely forgetting what's happened towards the end of the night. I was never a really big going out social drinker. I was more of a sit at home with a bottle of wine drinker most of the time. So I didn't have many of those social experiences, but I have spoken to people for the normal Sober Rebel podcast and they've shared their take on it, that socialising sober. Let's not beat about the bush here before we get into making new sober friends. Alcohol is actually far from social. We're led to believe it is, but when you look at the reality, it's the absolute opposite. It's zoning you out. It's making you argumentative. You're losing judgment. You're losing the ability to communicate. It's slowing your brain. Your memory can be affected. None of those things are social. What you're recalling when you think back fondly is often the start of the evening. The first glass or two when you first meet up with your friends and you're actually still sober. But it's remembering that actually at the end of the night that isn't usually the end outcome of this social gathering. So those friendships and relationships that you've had may be built on foundations of sand, shall we say. So when it comes to friendships, relationships, you may need to look to build new ones. Or you could deepen the ones that you had that were based purely around drinking, if that feels right to do. And yes, I did lose some drinking buddies, some friends that I would have said that was all we had in common. But equally, I've got many friends who still drink but we now meet in different ways. We go for walks, we have coffee, we have proper deep conversations, which is what true connection is actually about. And I actually now know and remember 
what we talk about. I know what's going on in their life as a result. I don't forget it. So I did want to touch on that and just remove the rose-tinted glasses about alcohol and socialising and friendships before talking about the fact that sobriety can feel isolating at times. Because when we stop drinking and other people are still drinking, you can feel isolated. I'm not going to sugarcoat it. But we also need to bring the balance in that drinking can feel isolating as well. In my single life, I sat at home drinking alone. My relationship was with wine. It was incredibly isolating. But I've also had times, and maybe you'll agree with me, when I've been in a room full of people, but my relationship and focus was still predominantly on my glass of wine. Which is so sad to think back, but that's the truth. I felt isolated even when I was in a crowd full of people. Even if I love those people, I still felt isolated. And the other thing I want to add in here is that it isn't all about meeting sober people either. Although you'll naturally have more affinity with people that don't drink or that drink less. But I've met and made so many new friendships in sobriety that I wouldn't have as a drinker. And actually, it's because I'm going to different things. I'm going out more. I'm seeing more people. It could be at the gym or a yoga class. Not everybody that you have in your life needs to be sober people. But what I found is that the people I am surrounding myself with now are people where drinking isn't their sole activity. It isn't important to them. So given all of that and that you'll be more present then with your existing friendships to deepen them and the opportunity then to meet other like-minded people, drinking or not, around other activities that you wouldn't be doing if you were drinking... Let's talk specifically now about meeting other sober people and how you do it. One of the things we'll talk about in a few days time is building your sober identity. And one of the ways you're going to find that easier and easier to do is to surround yourself with other like-minded and sober people. And in a world that at times can feel a little obsessed, to put it mildly, with alcohol, It's actually quite a nice safe space then to expand your social circle to create an entirely new sober one alongside your existing friendships. There's a connection that one sober person will have with another in that you've both reached that conclusion, regardless of your backstory, that you both don't want alcohol in your life anymore. And then navigating the world sober is something that can be tricky. So it's nice to talk to somebody that understands. It's a bit like When you're pregnant and you go to a mum and baby class, you often find lifelong friendships in those classes because you're both going through the same thing. Let's talk first of all about social media because that's where I started. That was where I met my first sober friends. On Instagram and Facebook, you can use hashtags, which means that you can search for other people with similar interests and other posts of similar interests. So people who are interested in sobriety or a sober life or sober curious. And the best thing is to follow your gut instinct and follow people who inspire you. And Instagram was the space I chose. I find it a great way to share my story, to hold myself accountable and to make other sober friends. And the only thing I would say about social media is share as much or as little as you want to. It's bearing in mind, whereas the sober community, the sober social space on places like Instagram is a wonderful, warm, welcoming place compared to other areas of social media. 
it is still a big mixing pot of lots of different personalities, lots of different opinions. And so just go with your gut instinct. Follow what inspires you. But please don't put all your eggs in one basket for your recovery with social media. You do need to have other tools and other support. Don't just rely on social media as your sober support. And that could be that you build friendships outside of social media where you meet up with people and get to know them face to face. I've built some amazing friendships through social media with people that I would never have met in real life. Making those real life connections really helps. And there are lots of ways that you can do that. I can only really speak about the events in the UK. But if you do Google searches online in America or anywhere in the world, you're going to find lots of social sober get togethers. In the UK, we have this fantastic club set up by Lily and Steph called Flamingo AF. And it all just came about because they didn't want to be wallflowers as sober people. So they just decided they were going to throw these parties. But they wanted to create a space for people to feel confident and supported and still have a good time when choosing to go alcohol free. Hi, I'm Lily. I'm a sobriety blogger on TikTok, but I also co-founded Flamingo AF. Flamingo AF is an alcohol-free brand and community, and we host alcohol-free raves, parties, workshops, immersive workshops, mindfulness workshops, and we've got a community of over 3,500 flockers on Facebook. We also have hikes and cold water dips, and it's just growing its wings and absolutely soaring. We never imagined it would get to this point so quickly. We've only been going for one year in Feb, and it's really really incredible how well it's been received so how did we get the idea when i started blogging on tiktok i met steph the ex-binge drinker who was also a sobriety blogger on tiktok but she was from the binge drinking side of things and i was from the alcoholism side of things but we made mates and we used to go out and go on like hikes and walks and coffee dates and things like that but we still really missed you know the party, the whole process of getting dressed to go out, you know, having pre-drinks beforehand, having a nice grown-up drink in your hands and, you know, feeling that buzz and energy of going out. So we thought, you know what, should we just try it? Let's see. So we launched in Feb last year, 2023. And we threw a big party. We had like sax players. We had like a mocktail bar with all cool mocktails with like smoke and all sorts. We, it was really well received. And we were like, oh my God, are we onto something here? So we just started doing it more and more. And within a year, it's grown so much. Um, we could have never have thought if, if a year ago, I would have been told that I'd be where we are now. I would have felt really overwhelmed and like, oh God, can we do it? But when I look back now, I realise we just did it little by little, just every step of the way, um, adding new things. So yeah, we did struggle to find things to do when I was sober. It, I went along the nature route. So I started doing, you know, lots of meditating and walking and cold water dips and things like that. But like I mentioned, we still wanted that kind of energetic partying, you know, the whole process of it. So then we grew the community on Facebook and we do, you know, challenges. We do weekly Zoom meets where people can come online, our Zoom meets, and we all just chat. It's just grown into something that 
is amazing we were just so proud of it even people are getting flamingo af tattoos uh, to mark their sobriety dates which is just something that mind blows me and it, it just brings me so much joy to see people you know using the flamingo as their sign of sobriety and you know finding life and confidence after you've dropped the booze because a lot of people, when they do stop drinking, they, they feel like they've lost confidence because they used the booze as their, their confidence, find confidence. So there's also an avenue where we help build people's confidence by, you know, having these events and we have solo pre-meets where nervous people can come along. It's just turned into something absolutely gorgeous. You've got other websites. There's a Sober Socials website, which lists lots of sober events. And again, I'm sure you'll have an equivalent anywhere in the world. It's about doing some Google searching on this, but it's also about knowing that there are people out there and there are events out there that, that you can meet up at. My friend Lucy goes to the Sober Butterflies events and she absolutely loves them. Hi, I'm Lucy B. And I have been experimenting with this sober existence since October 2021. So just over two years now. I think for me, one of the things that I found really early on and was quite a big challenge was the whole socialising piece. As in, I didn't have any other options other than to go out drinking or that that's how it felt because all of my friends, all of my acquaintances and everyone in my working world that seemed to be the main, the focus of an evening out or a day out or any activity seemed to centre around booze and drinking, basically. So I suddenly found myself in quite a lonely place in that I could go along and join in, but I was very much on the sideline if I wasn't drinking. I felt a bit left out. I felt that I was being slightly judged or maybe other people felt I was judging them and so I just realized really early on that it wasn't going to work for me so one of the things I did do was actively go out and find people who were like-minded and trying to find other things that didn't involve drinking so I went on Instagram and did a bit of a search around sober people and found that remarkably in my area um, there were many sober people and so I just reached out to them, which is really scary. And you think, oh gosh, it's going to be full of people that I've got nothing in common with. You have some horrible thoughts, like they're just going to be raging alcoholics or real weirdos. And actually, I was completely proved wrong. And I found a bunch of mainly women, which is sad because I think there should be more men in this world, but um, mainly women who were wanting to change their lives, change their relationship with drinking, not necessarily give up forever, but just change how they viewed it and try and find something else. So yeah, I have found some amazing friendships. The main group I'm part of is called the Sober Butterfly Collective. They meet for coffee mornings and they also do far more exciting things than that. So we'll go hiking or we'll go to the theatre or we have nights out or we just go to each other's houses, or go for meals. And they're a really amazing bunch. Really, really interesting people, all with a great story to tell. And I wouldn't have been able to do this without them, because we've sort of formed a, a bond. We all understand each other. We all want to still have a good time. We want to have fun. We want to go out. We still love getting blammed up. But 
underneath it all, we all understand how we've got to where we've got to and why we've wanted to give it up and find something different. So the fact of the matter is that they are my tribe and actually what they are is my friends now. So I would just advise anybody who is wanting to give up drinking or change the relationship or they're just in the early stages of doing, say, a, a dry January to really try hard to throw yourself at it and go out and try and find like-minded people. It's hard. It's really hard and it's scary. But I think that could probably be the biggest route to success that I could advise anybody of. I think the biggest thing with this subject is that there isn't one size fits all with alcohol or with sobriety. So you need to meet your friends. You need to make connections. And people are really open to making those connections. Social media is a brilliant place to start. Sober gatherings are fantastic. You can also join communities, paid for communities that have been set up specifically to support you. And of course, we have to talk about AA when it comes to meeting people in real life. And I've got friends that go to AA and they absolutely love it. They love the connections they make. It's all about finding what works for you. But don't feel isolated. Please do reach out to people. Do connect on social media. If you haven't got friends in real life that are sober, it is possible to make friends. It is possible to find sober events and to meet up with people if you're fed up of going to boozy events. I know that for some, widening their social circle when it came to going sober was one of the biggest reasons they succeeded. It was about creating a whole new life, a whole new identity that sits alongside their existing friendships. You don't have to let people go because they're a drinker. The only thing I find is I do find people that drink very heavily. I don't feel drawn to hang around with them at that point. I really hope you found this episode useful. The key takeaway is please don't feel isolated. Reach out. There are a lot of people in the same boat and we all understand each other, regardless of our backstory. If you'd like to find out more about my own sober story, then head to my website, louisaevans.com, where you'll find lots of useful links, including a link to my audiobook on Audible. You'll find a range of hypnosis and relaxation downloads there as well, which you can try at home, which can help you to switch off at the end of the day. Use code SOBERREBEL, all one word, to buy one, get one free. As always, these episodes are designed for grey area drinkers. If you're struggling, please do reach out for help. I hope you have a great day and I'll catch you tomorrow. Tomorrow.